Welcome to the Ideal Investor Show. This is the podcast where we help you challenge your mindset and discover where you are. Tired of stories about other people's success? We can help you change your life, determine your time freedom point and join us on the journey to financial success. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Ideal Investor Show. And today I want to talk a little bit about these kind of like year end reviews or like when we're transitioning from one year to the other, like 2023 to 2024, there are more and more people coming out and kind of want to take a look and say, okay, well, so how did the last year actually end up working out? I mean, there were always and there will be for the start of 24 all kinds of predictions on how the new year will go. And then at the end, we can look and most of the time people don't want to admit what they actually said at the beginning of the year, because oftentimes it's completely wrong or in the not only wrong a little bit, but basically the opposite happened. So right now, I feel like we are still in this phase where people are looking back and not really quite ready to look forward and make predictions yet. And so I came across a headline in Google Finance, uh, Yahoo Finance, actually, and, and these guys claim that they have experts and that they only hire people who really know their stuff and have an economics background and or an investing and financial services background. And so there is this guy, he calls himself a reporter. I don't know how he even ever got the job, but his name is Josh Schaefer. And his headline says, the Dow trails the S&P 500 by most since the year 2000. So when you then go into the article... He basically describes that when you look at the performance till basically, you know, the middle of December 2023, the performance of the Dow Jones stock index versus the S&P stock index, he found and writes in his article that the Dow increased by about 6% in 2023 and the S&P 500 increased by 19%. And that difference is almost as much as it was in the year 2000 when the split in the past was really high. So I looked at this and thought, okay, well, it's initially an eye-catching uh, headline for people who are interested, especially if you try to draw conclusions to say, well, the Dow Jones is kind of one of the most respected stock indexes and the S&P 500 has 500 different companies represented. And those are typically the biggest in each industry across the economy. That gives some indication on how the economy has been doing in 2023. And so then I did a little bit of, a uh, little bit of digging to try to find out. And some of it is even in the article itself, if anybody's willing to read it, where you find out the biggest increase in value in stocks in 2023 was limited to the high technology sector and the most gain was limited to seven companies. And those are now they got a name like they give, have to give a name to anything in the past. There were FANG stocks and now they call them the Magnificent, the magnificent Seven which are companies like Apple and Microsoft and NVIDIA and Tesla and so forth. They're basically all high-tech stocks. Now, the Dow Jones has 30 different companies represented, and two of those 30 are part of these Magnificent Seven. That's Apple and Microsoft. And the S&P 500, obviously, that's why it's called that, has 500 companies, 
and all of these seven are in the S&P 500. So one index has seven and the other one has two. What I find so interesting, and I couldn't actually contain myself, I had to write a comment into this uh, underneath that article, is that in the S&P 500, even though it is on average, if you go across all 500 companies, it increased in 2023 by 19%. But when you take those seven companies out and look at the other 493 companies, guess what? It increased by 6%. And if you take those two companies of the Magnificent Seven out of the Dow Jones and look at the other 23, uh, 27, it increased by 6%. So I wrote the following comment. I just want to read it to you. Maybe a few of you, if they actually go to Yahoo Finance, have seen me write it. And I wrote, let me get this straight. The Dow is up about 6% if you remove Apple and Microsoft from the equation. And the S&P is up 6%. The 493 other companies, if you remove the Magnificent Seven. Is that the message? To me, a few stocks perform better than their business warrants, and all the rest of the economy performed about equal at 6%. Oh, now I get it. There would be no article to have been written if the headline were, the U.S. economy in the stock market increased by 6% in 2023. Nobody would click on it. Nobody would actually look at it. Nobody would even be interested in it because that's pretty much a generally accepted fact. And oh, by the way, the very, very long-term average over all the years is 7%. So it's about where it's always been. But when you say the Dow trails the S&P the most since 2000, then you maybe get a few people to click on it. And that's the same thing if we take this kind of misleading headline and transition that over to our real estate investing. If you read any kind of articles or postings at Yahoo Finance or MarketWatch or Doomsburg or CNBS or so forth, for the whole year 2023, they've been telling us that the real estate market is collapsing and for next year, they're probably going to say it's going to be even worse. And throughout the whole year, We have been doing residential investments where our investing partners, the organizations that provide properties to us, were able to find and and offer properties where the price and the amount of rent that we were able to get is about 1%. Some properties were 150,000 for 1,450 to 1,500 rent. We had one that was uh, 280,000 for 2,600 rent. We had one that was 110,000 for 1,200 rand. We had a duplex for 175,000 with 3,000 rand. All of them worked fine. All of them are really good properties in nice neighborhoods. But the real estate market is collapsing. For last year and probably next year. So don't listen to that stuff. Rather go to idealinvestorshow.com, find the button that says book a call, and let's talk about reality. Let's talk about the real deals. Let's talk about how do we finance them? How do we find them? How do we get them insured? How do we get them properly managed when they're thousands of miles away from where you are? Let's talk about that. So that's it for today. Stay safe, be well, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.